Sorry for rambling so much. But as I mentioned, or I told you about, in the last podcast about Patty, the Irishman, I read to you his letter and Honey Bun's response. And now I want to read you the letter that I got a few weeks later from him, or Honey Bun got a few weeks later from him. Honey Bun, you may recall a letter I wrote to you four or five weeks ago concerning my late aunt and what transpired between us in the long distant past and how 30 years or so on it had started to affect me now suddenly. You were polite enough to reply telling me I should talk to my wife about it or seek medical advice. Well, I discounted the first option, as my wife is not only really one of those sort of people. So I went to my GP, a friend of some 30 years who has helped me greatly with my MS, but couldn't bring myself to tell him the real reason for my endless thoughts of my spankings, but did let him know that it was of a sexual problem. He referred me to a sexologist, I must admit, I never knew there was such a thing. Anyway, he was polite and caring, but like you, thought I should really go to my wife and ask me to bring her with me. I kept, I'd kept the story locked away from a wife of over 25 years, a woman who has stood by me as I slid down the heap, MS or no MS. I was her man. And as she said more than once, and I felt it would be the ultimate betrayal, he did come up with a compromise of sorts, in that he has a colleague, a lady sexologist, and maybe if I were to tell her the story, being a female, she might have a different outlook. As it is now starting to get between me and my rest, I was willing to anything. Funnily enough, I found it easier and almost erotic as I told this lady over three trips. She did have to ease it out of me, the tale as I recounted it to you. She was firm in what she said, that I was driving a wedge between the two of us, and I had to tell her. So she arranged a follow-up visit for the two of us. She came and was told the truth. Her reaction was, I had assumed, outrage. When we got home, she changed rooms and we hadn't, didn't speak for two days. However, as the ice melted, or so to speak, we started to resume daily conversations and then eating together until one night when I arrived in from the gym, there was a scanty, stant, scantily clad woman before me in the hall demanding to know why I was late. She was there in this mother superior look and air about her glaring at me, wearing nothing but a bra, suspender, belt, thong, and stockings. And a high heel, high, high heels. I could say nothing but stammer some gibberish, so when she led to a chair and rolled me over her knee for a damn good hiding, as she said herself. 
It was great, exciting, just as I remembered, and, and sore which I had forgotten. Then she left me in the corner for ten minutes before coming back as herself. She admitted that she had enjoyed it, but was disappointed that due to my condition there was no lovemaking to finish. We have tried it now three times to just see and varied it a wee bit every time, all to great effect. It may not be the real thing, but it's as good as it gets, and from her point of view, half a loaf. So, from two happy readers, thank you very much for all your help, and may your God go with you. Slam, slam to mile, which means uh, goodbye for now in uh, Irish. Patty and Mrs. So there you have it. <laughs> the happy ending to the story. That may be the best thing that came out of the honey bun spanking kit um, adventure. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was 20 years ago. So, yeah. What a story. <laughs> really, what a story. I haven't listened to part one. Go listen to it so this part will make sense. All right, uh, this is Knox. Wishing you a very happy new year. And, um, yeah, riding the wild bubble with you forever. <laughs>